And let the household of faith say, Amen. What to do when you don't know what to do? God created us and most all living things with the basic senses of sight, hearing, and, and taste, and smell, and touch. And, and those traditional are recognized as our senses. And the, our nervous system has a special way of using our sensory systems to be able to help us identify certain things that are around us. And, and all of these senses play a, a great part in how we perceive things. And one of the most devastating things that our senses can play a part in is fear. Uh, can I get an amen? I don't know about you. That there, there's, there, there's not too much that I've been afraid of that, that, that my senses didn't drive me into a place of fear. Is it anybody in the house this morning know what I'm talking about? Our fear is driven by our senses that drive our preconceived notions about our safety, but when the fear comes, it is driven by our senses. And, and if I see something, but I just don't understand it, if I hear something, but I don't know what I'm hearing, and, and if I feel something, and then I don't know what I'm feeling, when I smell something, and I just don't know what I smell, all of a sudden fear comes in, and I'm driven to be able to do some things that I, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. Our senses moves us into some drastic decisions and, 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 and a lot of times we, without even having any credible evidence, we, our fears by our senses drives us into doing some things, saying some things and acting out some things that are not uh, according to the word and the will of God. Have you ever uh, been told not to run? Uh, if you didn't want to run, uh, Somebody shouldn't have told you to run because when they told you not to run, somehow those instincts inside of us started already giving us our sensory organs, driving us to a point where we are ready to run at a moment's notice. So my question this morning is, what do you do when you don't know what to do? I love what the hymn that says that I seen the lightning flash and I heard the thunder roar. I felt sins breaking dashes and trying to conquer my soul. And I heard a voice of Jesus telling me to still fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. You know, when the lightning starts flashing in our lives and the thunder starts rumbling and the waves start dashing and wind start blowing, somehow our sensory organs started giving us signals to be able to cause us to have fear in our life and we don't know what to do and you know black folk we're, we're afraid of all kinds of stuff when our senses started acting up and when your senses take control you'll surprise yourself what you might do fear will move in you and cause you to do some strange things and, and it'll cause you to act out in some ways that is beyond anything you could ever think or imagine uh, do I have any witnesses in the house fear is that human uh, beings must, must, must secure in the response to some stimulus that we have already uh, affected us in our bodies causing us to have these questionable things in our lives and our, uh, our bodies are being uh, 
driven by these senses and when those senses take over we don't know how to make rational decisions you know in Romans Paul says that I'm convinced there's nothing that will ever separate us from the love of God he gives us some things he said neither death nor uh, life nor angels or demons or uh, neither our fears of today or our worries of tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from the love of God See, the thing about it is, God loves us. And he loves us even now with these viruses that are going around the world today. God still loves us. He, 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 he said that he'll never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. See, nothing could uh, do uh, be better than a, a, a good father telling his children that, that he wants the best for us. He, God wants the best for us. And if our heavenly father, he desires for us to have our best too. If our earthly father wants our best, our heavenly father, he desires our best also. So that's the case. We can really do nothing to fear even when we don't know what to do. So as we come to our text, we find Jesus on his way from a situation to another situation to another situation. And, and we find out in this chapter in, in Mark that he finds a, a young woman who is in a situation of her own. And, and, and he was trying to get to that situation. But when he tried to get there, there also came several other situations that, that young men, a young man who didn't know what to do, he got into a place in life that he was confused and, and he started having mental issues and, and he had gotten so bad that he had uh, started living in a graveyard and, and do I have anybody who has a graveyard situation in your life? You, you're in a place of the dead and you don't know how to get out of your situation. This man had so many spirits that he called them legion and he, he had so many multiple spirits, social distancing could not solve his situation. He had gotten so far away from human beings that he had found his home in a graveyard. And this man's behavior had driven him by these unclean spirits to the point that he distanced himself even away from his family. You know, couldn't live around folk. He, he To be honest, he couldn't live with himself. You know, the Bible said that he was living in a graveyard uncontrollable, physically and mentally. He was in a place that he just didn't know what to do. He was alone, social distances himself from his family and his friend didn't help his situation. Uh, do you see where I'm going this morning? One preacher said that you can slide and you can glide, but you can't hide. I don't care what you're doing, social distances. You can think you're trying to hide to get away from your situation. Hiding won't help. Hiding won't heal you in your situation. But one day he met Jesus. And his life was never again the same. And then right after Jesus cast out these demonic spirits out of legion, all of a sudden Jairus, a ruler from the synagogue, came and his daughter was sick. And, 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 and he had done everything and nothing else was working in this situation. And, and just he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what else to do. Mark records that, that as he came, Jesus came to him and, and, and he found uh, that he was a ruler of the Jews. And he, and he fell down at the feet of Jesus and he said that my Lord door girl is sick and, and, and she lies at the point of death I, I just don't know what else to do I, 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 I heard about 
like what you did over there with Legion and I know the word went out and, and he had heard what Jesus had done so he quickly he said I need to find Jesus to help me in my situation you know if you don't know what to do the best thing you to do Jesus is your best option Jesus is the best thing you can do when you don't know what to do do I have any witnesses in the house before Jesus hit Jared's house he came across a young woman faced with a situation where she had tried everything with zero results she exhausted everything that that she had and and and, and she still didn't know what to do our text says that there was a certain woman that issued blood for 12 years, suffered all the things of many physicians, had spent all she had, had, had nothing better, than, and, and rather it grew worse. And when she heard of Jesus, he came to the press behind and he touched his garment. No doubt this woman had heard about Jesus about from the Legion situation, and, and, and she figured out that if, if he can help a crazy man, he can help me in my situation. Am I talking to anybody this morning? If he can help a crazy man, he can help me in my situation. You know, and he came and everything that she had spent on the doctors and nothing else got any better. It even got any worse. I like that old song with the Beatles song a few years ago. He said, I'll buy you a diamond ring, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. I'll give you anything, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. Because I don't care too much money because money came by me, love. Hey, look, how I many you know this morning I don't care how much money you spend on your situation. Money came by you health. Money came by you illness. Money came by you anything to be able to help you in your situation when you don't know what to do. Money can get you the best health care, but money can't give you good health. Do I need to say that again this morning? Uh, money can get you the best health care, but money can't buy you good health. When this woman had spent all she had, she threw all of her money at her situation, but money didn't do her any good. How I many you know this morning that rich folk die too, huh? Rich folk gonna die just like you die. I don't care how much money you got and how much you throw at your situation. Sometimes money will do you no good. The good news is she heard about Jesus. Oh, somebody should be shouting in here this morning. And she heard about Jesus and she said that if I can just get to Jesus any way I can. Our text says that when she heard of Jesus, she came to press behind him and touched his garment. See, that wasn't anything special about Jesus' garment that healed her. See, don't get caught up in all of these handkerchiefs and prayer cloths and non-noise and water, holy water off TV. See, faith is what heals us. Huh? Folk took advantage of them then and folk will take advantage of your situation right now. Don't, there are charlatans around here that try to get uh, you to turn your TV on and to browse your Facebook and claiming that they got no magic cure. But when, when, when you don't know what to do, there is no magic cure for your situation. When, when what you're working with ain't working, you need to find something that's reliable. You know, she, she turned to Jesus. And then when she turned to Jesus, Jesus was able to help her in her situation. Next, Jesus didn't try to claim anything magical about our situation. Our text says that, if I may just touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straightway, the fountain of blood dried up in her, and she felt her body as it was healed of the plague. Her, her, her knowledge of what Jesus had done in faith got Jesus to move, and if nothing but to touch his garment was sufficient. You remember the centurion that came to Jesus, and his daughter was sick, or his servant 
and that everything will be all right. And when Jesus spoke the word, he said, at that same hour that his servant was healed. You know, it was faith not touching his garment, not coming to the centurion's house. It was faith that healed. So we need to act in faith during these trying hours that we're having in this coronavirus situation. We need to be about our father's business doing this thing that God has desired us to do. What to do when you don't know what to do in your situation? Believe God in his word. Our faith has unlimited power to do what to do the things that we have in our lives when we don't know what to do. When all of the resources run out, don't quit. Whatever you need to do, get to Jesus. Huh, do it right now. Do it right now. I, I like what Dr. King says. That he said, if you can't fly, what run? And if you can't run, walk. And if you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you need to do, you need to just keep on moving. So she moved in faith and toward her situation. She got a hold to Jesus and her life never been the same again. Then finally says that when immediately himself the virtue had gone out of him in the press and, and his, who touched me? He, he said to his disciples and the disciples said because of the multitude how do we know who touched you? So he looked around and he, and, 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 and he saw the, 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 the woman who had done this thing and the woman fearing and trembling and knowing that she had done in her came and he fell down at his feet and he told her all of the truth and he said unto her daughter thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of this plague. So when this woman had exhausted everything she could do, everything had failed and she reached out to Jesus and our text says that she was healed immediately. Aren't you glad this morning that Jesus knows all about your situation, huh? Aren't you glad that when you don't know what to do, that, that, that you can still reach out to Jesus and he'll feel your pain? You know, he, he, Jesus knowingly asked her, who touched me? See, what Jesus wants us to do, he wants a profession of our faith. He wants us to have a confession of our faith, to be able to work his work in our lives. This all-knowing God knows us through, and he wants our confession to be able to do the work he wants to do in our lives. You know, Paul writes, he says, that from the heart believes unto righteousness, but a man of confession is made unto salvation. See, her belief to reach out to Jesus, her open confession, released the power of the Holy Spirit and through Christ Jesus to do the work that will be able to heal her body. Our text says that she fell down trembling, confessing that he had touched her. And then Jesus received, revealing to her that her faith had healed her and made whole when she didn't know what to do. So as we close this morning, all of us can attest to the fact that we've had some situations in our lives that we just didn't know what to do. We, all of us have been through some stuff, and if you be honest with yourselves, you didn't know what to do either, huh? huh? The song by uh, Zakata Cortez says that uh, you don't know what I've been through. Uh, let me share my story with you. All the things that he brought me through, my stormy days and my rainy days. You don't know all the tears I've sighed, all cried, all the things that I've been bottled up inside, trying my best to be strong, waiting on God and holding on. You don't know what I've had to endure. You wonder why I'm so sure. Cause
because my father never lets me down. He's always around even when I can't see. You don't know how many times I prayed over and over but my situation didn't change. But when I felt like I was about to end, you came and you did it again. Oh, you know, you got a story too. How God stepped in and made a way for you. He dried every one of your tears and he the reason you still hear somebody tell somebody you know you just don't know what I've been through I know the virus got all of us wondering many of us just don't know what to do we don't know who to believe we don't know whether to believe the media the government the CDC we don't know whether to believe the president we just don't know what to do aren't you glad today that when you don't know what to do that we've got a God that knows how to step in just in time didn't he make a way for you I, I, I know he made a way for me what to do when you don't know what to do you can depend on the media you can depend on CDC, FEMA, the government, and by all means, please don't depend on the president. My advice to you this morning is reach out to Jesus. Huh? He is right there waiting for you to reach out to him to help you in your situation. He will take his divine hand to heal your situation. Do you believe that this morning? Huh? Do you believe that there's nothing too hard for God to do? Do you believe that, that he is a God that will look beyond all of our faults and he'll see our needs? If you believe that this morning. Let's give God a shout out. Let's give him a hand clap of praise this morning because God is worthy of all of our praise. He was one that looks beyond all of my thoughts and he supplied of my each and my every need. When I don't know what to do, I know who to turn to. I turn to Jesus. He is the one that will come in my hour of grief. He is the one that will come when I don't know which way to turn. So we're thanking you this morning for listening in, and we encourage you until God waves his hand and, and casts this plague away from us, that we'll stick closer to his holy and his righteous name. We bless your name this morning. Be encouraged. Let us bow. Father God, we thank you today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you have done in us and through us. And we give your name all praise, glory, and honor. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for uh, those who have been healed. We thank you for your hedge of protection you've been put around us that we have not been exposed. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for supplying all of our needs. Lord, we bless the EMS and the fire departments and the police departments and the doctors and the nurses that in our hospitals. We bless your name for all that you have done. Those working in the grocery stores, working in all of the pharmacies and those places that has to stay open. Lord, we thank you now. We praise your name for all that you have done in us and through us. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let the people of God say, Amen.